Hey guys, my name is Tara Acosta and welcome to the Street Smart Side of Business. Today's guest is Kathy McCary. Kathy is the owner of Pineapple on Main. Pineapple on Main has great items for the home as well as for babies. So please join me in welcoming Kathy. Hi, Kat. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you, good, babe? Good, good. So, Have a seat. Thank you. Thank you for coming on today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. Um, Palm is the sweetest little store there is. Thank you. And I really want to kind of dive in and let you kind of share your journey with us and, you know, just tell, tell us about your adventures in entrepreneurship and your store. Yeah. Lots to share. Yeah. So did you always know that this is what you wanted to do? Absolutely not. Okay. No. Yeah, this was just, I was in big box retail and I wanted, overall the picture was, is that I just wanted to communicate more with the customer right. and do what was best for them. But when you're dealing with a corporate entity, it wasn't, it wasn't always their vision, right? Sure. So I wanted to do something on my own and just really be more in control of the controllables. Okay. So my assistant manager at the time and I started an interior design business and we were working from home and it was just a really windy road to get to having a retail store, yeah. you know, pineapple on main. So one thing ended up leading to another. So yes, it wasn't, none of this was expected, but this so is where I am now. So were you still both working at the big box store when you went off? Or did you, did you like kind of do both at one point? So I left completely. Okay. I was home with my children for okay. a little bit and okay. we were working at home. She was still working full time. She moved on to a different company, but yeah. So she was working, I was at home, but we were still working together okay. on the business. Yeah. So what made you at that point want to get into interior design? So she, we, she was very talented in that aspect and I loved the whole industry. I loved transforming a home. I loved making a connection emotionally with, you know, the person in their home and all of that. Everything that you hear about interior design, I wanted to be a part of the colors, yeah. the fabrics, the furniture, the pieces, the lighting, all the glitz and glam is what I, we both essentially wanted it. Um, so we were just like, listen, we, sh we could be really good at this. And there was no overhead. We were working from home, very little overhead at the time. Yeah. And we just decided to start doing residential projects. And okay. yeah, it was great. It That's was great. Awesome. Yeah. So like from a business side of things at that point, did you go in and like structure a, like a company for that? So, yeah, so at the bare minimum, mm -hmm. we registered okay. the so business you got like as, EIN. yep, so we got the EL, EIN, and then we did, by guidance of my accountant at the time, we did draft a partnership agreement. Okay. So nothing fancy, couple scribbles on paper that we both agreed to. Right. So that is how legally we started it. Okay. We opened up a bank account. I mean, and this was things we, we just Googled this on yeah, how to start. No. And the, well, these are the things you just have to have yep. to give to the bank in yeah. order yep. to, you know, open a, a business account. Yeah. So yeah. So we had fundamentally, we had everything in place, which was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And we thought we were just it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. We it felt very professional. It. We yeah. felt very legit. We started an Instagram account. We had our logo done, all of those things. So yeah. we really felt like we were off to a great yeah. start. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
So, okay, so you started out. Now, did you have customers at that point? Or did you, like, how did you kind of start generating leads? Yeah, so it was our homes. We were doing projects in our houses, mm -hmm. in different rooms, not saying that they were our homes. Sure. We were working with right, projects. Right. That way when you went onto the Instagram account or the website, there was there were pictures of course, on you're there. like building a portfolio yeah. and uh, absolutely. Yeah, friends, family, yep. and then all of a sudden it kind of, word of mouth took off a little bit and we were able to gain some more clients, which was great. So yeah, yeah I mean, things just seemed great. You know, things were great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it was fun, it was fun. So, all right, you guys are working from home and you're doing your interior design. Now, yes. at what point does it turn into yes. Pineapple and Me? Yeah, crazy, right? So we meet, an event planner, very well known in Philadelphia. And she wanted to work directly with an event stylist. Okay. So we were like, you're amazing as a businesswoman and a person. And she felt the same about us. So we were like, let's, let's yeah. do this. Yeah. So we ended up finding the spot on Main Street in Maniunk to open up a design studio and an event management destination. So we were concentrating on event planning, event styling. We brought on someone to do floral design. So there was four of us in oh, that that's space. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You know the space down the yeah. street, absolutely yeah. gorgeous. I mean, it was just a dream. It was a dream come true. So the four of us went in on the lease and had all those, you know, Norma was our landlord and she well versed in landlord tenant relationship so right. she guided us through it okay helped us with the lease and all that but yeah so we we decided to just branch off didn't wanted to be a little bit more official than working from home right and so now we have a design studio so you have so. the four of you mm -hmm. but you have two of you for your company correct and then you have the florist and the event was, planner and the event planner yeah okay. so the four of you are on the lease yes and I'm assuming those two have their own separate entities. Yeah, we like subleased it. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So then, how did that work? How was so, the, like the camaraderie <laughs> within the space and all of that good stuff? So I, it was funny. There's a um, a line in your book that says, when you start a business, you can start on the same page, but then not everyone stays on that same page. And I think that's. The big picture of this was that we all had wonderful intentions. We all wanted to be wildly successful. We wanted to just throw business back and forth to each other. It seemed like a no-brainer. Yeah. And then life and work and the reality of a business sets in. And we were like tight-knit and then we just kind of started growing apart. So um, the floral designer was the first one to leave the space. And then the event planner was the second one, but she, I mean, she won Best of Philly when we signed the lease that year, and her business just boomed. Blew up. And yeah. she didn't need to be so stationary. So, right. you know, my business partner and I were there in this space, and we were like, what to do now? Right. You know, so we, so that's, everybody grew up in their businesses in a very short amount of time. And that original vision just wasn't a good fit for all of us. Right, everyone kind of outgrew the vision. Yeah. How long did that, how long did everyone stay within there? Um, it was a year, it wasn't very long. It was a year. Okay. Yeah, so okay. we were so like to After they out. were out of their one year commitment, it was like, you know, the two of them yeah. kind of made a move. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was messy. 
it was emotional, uh, and I'm not going to spare that from this conversation. I mean, yeah. the point of this is to talk about yeah, the reality of this. Absolutely. So it was messy, and it was hurtful, and we were sad. And you use things like, well, call my lawyer, and just you get to a place where you never thought you'd be yeah. using these words and having these feelings, but sometimes that's what happens. And I will absolutely put this out there, that we had a great vision in mind, but formally a plan it was never written down. We never fine-tuned all the little details. So we were working through those as we were going along. Yeah. And it's just like a relationship, right? Like the dust settles and then you start to realize, I don't like that or I don't like you or, you know, right. like just sure. these things that start coming into play sure. and our fusion was now a little bit of oil and water. So it was nice that we were able to move on from it and we're all doing very well in our own way. So yeah. it's, I love that. And yeah. I think we all love seeing that, yeah. but getting out of that when you have your money and your name and your brand and your business and your vision and your goals. Mm -hmm. And we went and told everyone, yeah. Tara, we told everyone that this was going to be the, the thing. The thing. Yeah. And so your pride yeah. gets in the way a little bit. So yeah. it was messy, but nothing that we couldn't get through. Yeah. So yeah. So then it ended up being my business partner and I having that space and then we decided to really go for it with interior design. Very quickly, we realized that there was no home goods, you know, cute little home decor store to shop from yeah. in this area. Yeah. Um, and I'm not talking about the big furniture pieces because there are a lot of wonderful stores. For sure. On, yeah, it, but on like the street. for, for but this just, particular kind of niche. Yep. Yeah. So we were like, let's just start bringing stuff in. And that's what we did. We, in 2016, we started bringing in little pieces here, little pieces there, and started to grow stories, and we had categories, and it just kind of grew into Pineapple on Main, the gift shop. That's, so, Which is so cool. Yeah, it's yeah, so, so it's cool. a strange way to get there, but so we were there. So now, like, when, in during that journey, like, when you were starting to, you know, basically get your inventory in, did you have, how did that work financially? Did you guys have to, like, take a loan out, or? That is a great question. So we, had, we were taking our money from our interior design jobs, all the profit, okay. and putting it into the business. Okay. So we would just literally take 500 bucks and put it into, into an order, that. and then sell it and take the profit, and then put $1,000 into, into it, that. and then just kept building our inventory over time. Right. We did partner with, we collaborated with Kiva, which is a crowd funding source to say it it's an yeah. international platform okay. i was once a loan borrower and okay. now i am i fund other okay. people's loans which is an amazing wow. resource yeah it's so, so fun spell it for me k-i-v-a -I -V -A. Yeah, okay. yeah. and what it is is that you go on and it's an interest-free loan mm -hmm. and you put it out there you put yourself out there your plan out there and you know your goals you can attach videos business plans and all that and you put it out there and you say, I would, I, I need to borrow some money for right. my business. Sure. And then people all over the world can loan as little as $25 to you. Really? And, yeah. And then you just kind of grow. And then once you hit your goal, they fund you the money and then you have two years to pay it back interest free. Okay. Wow. So for people, my business partner and I were ve not very versed in lines of credit and business capital yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So this was a very approachable, yeah. very easy resource. Oh my gosh, yeah. and zero interest? Zero interest, yes. Yeah, that's yes. incredible. Because, so, you know, there's so many companies and the interest rates are like sky high. Yeah. 
So it wasn't a massive amount. We started with $5,000, which I mean, that is a great amount to start sure. with. And we were able to put in our purchasing system, our bags, our tissue, you know, yeah. the thing, and then just start buying inventory. Fixtures were very expensive too. So yeah, yeah that was our first and then we paid it back and at that point, we were just running from profit, which was really great. That's that's a good feeling. Yeah, that's a yeah, good feeling when you don't have like this heavy, like not so to speak, weighing on you. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that well, was that's great. That's great information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so okay. So then you two had the store going, mm -hmm. and it was just you two filling the space. Mm -hmm. and, um, were you online at that point? Yes. Okay. Yes. So she, you kind of had that, all of that, like yeah. at that point in time. Yeah. So she put up a, our, you know, the purchasing system linked to an online platform. So she was able to help. She's very good at that kind of stuff. So my business partner was putting that stuff online. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we had a an online presence for okay. credibility, and then a brick and mortar for people to come in and shop. So and what do you feel like you did more sales from? Oh, in the store. In store. Okay. Yeah. I mean, online. Well, I feel like it, like, honestly, like, knowing you and, like, your shopping experience, it's an experience, mm -hmm. you know, really kind of stepping into the store yeah. and seeing, like, feeling, like, feeling all of the love that is there yeah. is really nice. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, just to be able to access these items, to have the online platform is, yeah, well, it's today's world. Yeah, for sure. You know? Well, it's credibility, too. You can yeah. go on, you can read about the company you know, people who are there, work there, and just get a great snapshot of all the things. So you need it. You need it. If yeah. you're going to have a store, you should have an online presence as well. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, so you guys have the store going. Things are going well. Yeah. And, like, how long, you know, how long did you kind of stay at that, like, speed and that momentum and that positive energy? We maintained it mostly throughout our entire partnership together. I mean, we really tried hard to just keep looking at goals and looking forward and building the business and what else can we do and we went to every networking event we donated to everything we could yeah. you know we just really try to put ourselves out there so you know externally we were doing a really good job of, of putting it all together yeah you know yeah um and then you know a couple of years went by and i'm speaking for myself in this it's just i felt that the weight of the partnership share was a little uneven. It was okay. a little unbalanced. Sure. So I felt that I was putting more in and it wasn't exactly equal anymore. Right. And that's when things kind of yeah, got a little just that's ha that's awkward. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's sometimes that definitely. Now, just to be clear, you, you have kids, right? Yes. How many? Yes, I have four children. So you have four children. Yeah. So you have four children and you're balancing this whole store online store were you guys still doing the interior design as well no we there was a lot for us to leave the store <laughs> and we couldn't afford staffing at the time okay. so we couldn't leave to do projects and run the store at the same time so we decided to hang up the interior design hats and strictly stay okay. in our brick and mortar which was a mutual decision and we were very happy to make that yeah. so yeah yeah that's awesome yeah yeah so um when you're saying like you know kind of the the weight shifted um, what did you feel like your duties were? Like, what were you doing most of? And then, like, the vice versa. Just to compare, because, you know, there are so many mm -hmm. moving parts to mm -hmm. a business, and, like, we can wear all the hats, yep. or we can delegate, or, you know, we can pay someone, or whatever, yeah. but, you know, when you are small business, it's, it's hard to, like, budget for all yeah. of that. Oh, for sure. 
Well, I think organic, we didn't really set roles in the beginning, so organically things just kind of settled into their own places. So I was, I would have, if there was a title to be had, I would have been the director of operations. Okay. You know, I would have taken care of all the operations of the business um, in front and behind the scenes as well. Yeah. She was the visual merchandiser. She was doing the website inventory techie things, which worked really well. Um, and really very forward thinking as far as what products to bring in. Okay. So she was more of the visual visionary um, and then I was operationally stronger on that okay. side. So yeah. we did two very different things, but things that were very vital to the success and sure. valuable to the success in our store and our business. So yeah, yeah, it was just kind of understood. Like this, yeah, it yep. just kind of evolved. Yep. Now, yeah. you know, and a lot of times um, when doing like an operating agreement, that's where you kind of like, you know, take that time to designate who's going to do what. But, yeah. you know, unless you have someone really guiding you through the nitty gritty of all of it, things totally fall through the crowd. Oh, yes. You know, and evolution happens. So things change, new things come up, and mm -hmm. it's like, oh, wait, this this is a new opportunity. Like, who's going to do this yep, one? Absolutely. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Those things organically happen for sure. <laughs> so what do you think... Um, well, I'll, I'll let you pick up from there, so. Yeah, I mean, the, we would have a lot, she was my best friend, my best friend. Like my kids called her aunt. We were very close to each other's families. It yeah. was just a dream. If like things could work, it would have been amazing. But then there's the reality of not just the business, but personal, your personal life as well, right? Yeah. So there were things that were very important to her that she did not want to sacrifice. There were things that were important to me that I did not want to sacrifice. But getting those two in line, to align with each other and yeah. the business was very difficult. So when there were choices to be made, I don't necessarily agree with the choices that my business partner was making. And I, but I understood why she was making them. Right. Um, we just have different support systems when it comes to our families, you know, mm -hmm. um, and what they want for us as opposed to what we want for ourselves. Sure. And I think sometimes that plays into it, you know, sure. with your significant other. Sure. They might see things differently. And so, but it's all about choices. So I think she was, there's a perk for owning your own business, right? And everybody will say it. Like, I get to make my own schedule at some point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have store hours that I need to attend to. But if I don't want to do something on a certain day, I don't have to. You right. know, I get to make that decision. And I think sometimes when you have those perks and that's like why you're doing what you're doing, they yeah. sometimes take precedent over doing what you actually need to do, if that well, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they do. But like, you, you know, the things that need to get done still need to get done. Yeah. You just got to like time manage a little differently. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about it and going back and forth. And it was just a difficult thing to come to terms with and also to agree upon. Yeah. And then at that point, I, w I was the one that initiated, I would like to have more of a share in this company. And that didn't sit well. And then we were going back and forth. And then it just was ugly. Yeah. And then it would, there was no way to, for it to end other than it being ugly. Yeah. And so. There's no coming back. Yeah. And, and listen, I, she has her, her side of this, and I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And we have, we, were, we tried to work through a lot. So at the end of the day, it's just something that I think we both had great intentions, and we both had the same vision. But how we were going to get to that vision, yeah. we didn't. We were both right. not on the same page. So it was just better off 
that we did not operate that store together. Yeah. So it was then determined that I was going to take over the store. And that is what I did. The most terrifying thing I have ever done in my entire life, but I, yeah. I did take that store. And yeah. Now, did, was she like comfortable like just being like, you know what, I'm gonna walk away? Oh, there's no way she was comfortable with that. Okay. And I know that. She has never used those words to me, but I know her heart was in that business. Yeah. And I know that it was very difficult for her to make that decision. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's a big decision to make. Huge. So at this, like, did you guys have lawyers involved? Did it get to a legal point at that point? Like, because a lot of times that is where, you know, when, yeah. when you're kind of like emotional and like trying to figure it out and it's like, all right, we just need to like have a professional yeah. step in and like tell us how to do this. Yeah, I think we, we did not get lawyers involved. We. I think we were both on the same page as far as our heart was in this business and we were both very sad. Yeah. We were very sad that this is the way, the direction in which it sure. was going. Um, and I think we both took a hit. She took yeah. a hit in one way, I took a hit in another, and we just split. Yeah. So we didn't, I, there's a lot of resentment that the, that was there and yeah. sadness and, all, and bitterness and yeah. all that. So, sure. Um, but we just both decided, all right, I'll take this hit, you take that hit, right. and we'll move on. Right. So it was it was an easier thing. I mean, it was emotionally the most draining. I mean, partnership dissolution is not an easy thing. And no. I, people, I'm part of a retail group countrywide, and people come on and like, I want to bring on a business partner, and I'm like, just please be sure yeah. that that is really what you want because a lot of times people think that they need yeah. a business partner. But I'm here to tell everyone listening that you can very well do all of the things by yourself. Yeah. You are strong, you're resourceful, you're brilliant, smart, and energetic, and you don't need anyone yeah. to go into business with you. If you want it, that's great, but you have to make sure you sit down with all the people, the accountant, the lawyer, mm -hmm. anybody you can to sit down and legally make this a strong and protective thing for both all parties involved yeah. is a smart thing to do. So. And then even really, you know, get to know the person that you're getting involved with. For and sure. And really, you know, almost like have a Q&A with them and see what their ultimate goal is. Because sometimes, you know, you think, I'm going to bring in a business partner. It's going to make my life easier. Mm -hmm. And then yes. you, you know, maybe I can like delegate some of the jobs. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing all of the hats and it's exhausting. Yep. And then you bring on a business partner and then like, you know, they might not be the person that's going to wear any of the hats. Yep. Yeah. And you have to ask the very difficult questions. Like, put it out there. Like, put it out there. Like, seriously, how much do you want to work? What's your personal life? Yeah. What's your priorities? Like, financially, like, how much do you have to invest in this? Like, yeah. just get it all out in the beginning. That way you can just lay it out there and then figure it out. But you're both on the same page, you know? Yeah. Transparency is really, it's key. It is, it is it, key. It so, definitely is. Yeah. It definitely is. So so here you are now. You have Pom. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a mom of four kids. Mm -hmm. You're taking, you have two, you have five babies. <laughs> oh, you for sure. Babies. Oh, for sure. Um, so how was that, like, stepping away from your business partner? And, like, what, what did you have to do where at that point was there, like, you know, finances involved. Did you have to like buy her out, and what did that look like? Yeah, I mean, there, like I said, we took a hit, we each took a hit. So, um, you know, there were there was debt to the company, and we figured out how to share that going forward. Yeah. Um, 
there was also equity put into the business mm -hmm. over those five years sure. that we then decided, okay, well, since you put all this in, I'll take this. Right. You know, so. Did it, you have an accountant, like, kind uh, of help with this? Or were yeah, you just so, able to kind of, like, navigate just based on what you guys both know yeah. that you both put in? Yeah. Yeah. And, you like, know. I was very confident in the process because I knew how much, I mean, I was at the store all the time. Yeah. And I put in a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of effort. And I sacrificed a lot of time with my children to build this business. And But that is a decision that I made sure. and I was very confident about it. So at the end when I was like, well, this is what I feel like I deserve, I was very confident. Right. Because I, I you know, you have to keep track of these things, yeah. you know? So I did, I did. I kept note of a lot. And she knew, she, uh, she respected that for sure. So I don't know. I mean, there's so many ways to get this done, but yeah. we didn't really involve. We, at the time, didn't have the greatest accountant at the very beginning, so she wasn't much help. We I have since transitioned to an amazing CPA um, and a bookkeeper. So oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah, that's, that's big that's stuff. Clutch, that's big right? stuff right there. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, and you know, who then guided me into like, you know, how to, because at that point, we're done. I had debt, she had debt but I had the business, I had to work on the business, and then I just had to recover, emotionally, right. financially. So I switched it off, it was the past, and I just took the business and right. looked to the future. Yeah. So, yeah. And you're always so happy and upbeat, and like, you know, I follow your Instagram, obviously. <laughs> um, but, you know, just, just your whole presence, I mean, it's very inspiring. Oh, And you have like a so full sweet. fan club. <laughs> like, you really that's do. Really so, oh, that's so sweet. No, it's so true. So that store is my happy place. It is my happy place. I mean, yeah. to build a brand and have people respond to it and like it and not just like my products, but they like me. My daughter, my oldest daughter is at the store with me constantly helping and they love her and they're like, mother, daughter, that's so sweet. So yeah, it, it's helpful. No, it, that's it, incredible. Yeah, so incredible. I, it's just our happy place and people come in and they're happy with what they see. Yeah. They're buying gifts to make other people happy. Yeah. So it's hard not to be that way, yeah. you know? I'm very grateful Absolutely. for where yeah, it like is you, today. You're making people happy, yeah. you know? I mean, I yeah. can relate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the one thing I always say, there are certain things, like, there are certain fields we, you go into and you're like, well, I'm probably not gonna be like a billionaire and have a private jet. But I'm gonna make people happy yep. and I'm gonna feel really good about it and yeah. you know, I'm gonna like love my my grind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where it's like your time is spent in a in a positive way. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, can we jump to your accountant, right? Yeah. So there's a chapter in the book, Choose Your Yuppie, yep. right? Yep. Young urban professional for those of you that don't know. <laughs> um, I know it's funny because I grew up in a city neighborhood where like, you know, that, that word was a little bit frowned upon. Um, I don't know, I would love for my kids to be a yuppie. <laughs> you go to school, you get a good education, you become a yeah. professional. But anyway, so with your first accountant, mm -hmm. how did you find your first accountant? She was my family's like personal okay. accountant. Yeah. Okay, so just like probably like basic accounting. Yep. yep. Okay, and now, now you're talking about like fast forward, you have this amazing accountant yes. that also, like is this person your bookkeeper or like their firm or you have two separate? I have two separate. Okay. Yeah, because I have, my accountant is, you know, a CPA mm -hmm. and she is so, oh my gosh, you need somebody like that in your corner. 
for sure. Like, and I tell everybody, if yeah. you were ever to start a business, the first person you need to have on your team is a good accountant yeah. because money is so important and not just your money, but you're also dealing with government money yeah. and you want to handle it appropriately sure. or else you will spend your life, late fees, penalties, liens. Yeah. I, I listen, all of those words were a part of my life when we were going through a really bad time in the business, yeah. right? Because we didn't start this out the right way. And so I paid triple of what I should have because I did not start this the right way. So yeah. having a, a very educated, professional, detail-oriented CPA is by far the most valuable person you can have on your team, Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. So she makes sure that I save the right amount of money, I make the right amount of money, but I also like you know, just think about my own personal future, retirement, mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So she is vital. She's like my lifeline. So does for, she set for... goals with you? Because so, that's, that's something I feel like I've been hearing a lot about. Is it, you know, just, you know, whether it be retailers or just business people in yeah. general where their accountant, you know, literally like sets goals with them. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I, my big box retail mm -hmm. experience has me very like seasoned in goal setting. Okay. So money so you're wise, like, I got that check. That is something yeah. that that is my strength. So okay. I don't really go to her. I just make sure that everything I need to file is filed on time and there are no penalties right. and I'm saving money so that I'm okay and I won't drain myself yeah. when it's tax season, yeah. tax time, right? So that's yeah. good. My bookkeeper on the other hand is Amazing. So she's the one that sells me my profit and loss statements every month. Okay. I know what my net income is. I know what my expenses are. I know how to make, I know I can look at that paper and I can say, this is how I'm making more money next month. Right. You know, or yeah. all the things. So I go over my goals with her. Yeah. My bookkeeper. Okay. That's great. But I the, mean, yeah. So that's sorry. a great thing to just have on your side. Like someone to be like, you know, just kind of be like, all right, let's look at it this way. Yes. So what was happening, I was using my CPA to handle my, my books, my QuickBooks. Mm -hmm. And she did not, that's not her bread and butter. So right. she was charging me a fortune. Right. Rightfully so. She hated doing it. Right. So she was like, it might be better for you to get somebody to do your books. Mm -hmm. So that's why I have a bookkeeper. Mm -hmm. And she keeps my expenses, everything in QuickBooks up to date, the bank accounts linked, everything is categorized. Yeah. So what you know is so important yeah, when you're sure. doing your taxes, like yeah. what did I make, but what did I spend, but what did I really make? You know, right. that's exactly. really important. So, but she, my bookkeeper, she communicates with my CPA. Okay. So they take care yeah. of tax season together. I'm not involved in a oh, lot of the great. emails, the phone calls, yes. the sending back that's documents, nice. which is great because <laughs> that was some, that is something that stresses me out. So yeah. that was a stressor in my business. Then I was like, I, it's keeping me up at night. Yeah. There's nothing quick about QuickBooks when I'm on it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I need to hire somebody to take care of all of this stuff. And yeah. it's, I mean, money well spent, money well spent. Yeah. Any given moment, I know what's in my bank account and how much I really have in the business. So yeah, in no. goal setting, I have metrics that I can work on, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, Kathy, next month, cost of goods, stop buying stuff. I'm like, okay. Right. Next month, I'll go on a little a little freeze. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then I'll pick it up on a shopping exactly. spree. Exactly. So, okay. So, with that, like with your shopping, where do you usually kind of find your inspiration? Yeah. So, I go to Atlanta okay. every year for the big gift show. Okay. And it's all the retailers go. Yeah. They have them in um, Dallas, Las Vegas, and Atlanta. Okay. So, huge thousands of vendors there that you go through the showrooms yeah and so you find new product but the way that the showrooms are set up is it inspires me for an entire oh, year I'm sure or lifetime I'm sure. it's I mean, like so creative oh, it's so creative oh that's awesome. people are amazing people yeah. in this industry are amazing yeah. the things that they set up I mean think about 
hundreds of showrooms that look like anthropology. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. love going. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, honestly, it, the human brain is amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. Just to see like how, you know, people can just take one little concept and turn it into this yes. amazing, like, creative, inspirational yeah. masterpiece. It's crazy. You know? So that's the big show. And then twice a year, I go to New York at the Javits Center. Okay. And those are smaller shows. But I get to keep up with my vendors and just yeah. place reorders and see what's new and have fun in the city for a couple nights. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. You go that's have, a perk. That's you definitely have a perk. the experience, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, that's awesome. But yeah. Atlanta's totally fun. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's warmer. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's good. No, it's all good. All good things. Yeah. So what does Palm have in the future? Like, what are you seeing for Pineapple on Main? Any, like, new up-and-coming adventures? Yeah, I would like to scale the business. I would like to open up another location. Okay. Not do something different, you know? Yeah. Not another Pineapple on Main. Okay. She is my baby, yeah. and she will grow up as is, and no one will ever replicate her. <laughs> yeah. So I just put, you know, I have a lot more knowledge now, and I'm more experienced and confident, built up some resources, so I would like to open something else up. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we'll have to see what that yeah. turns out Hopefully to be. Soon. Hopefully Listen, soon. you put it out into the universe, so yeah. it will happen. Yeah, yeah. So what would you tell your 20-year-old self? I mean... The biggest thing is, is like I said before, don't think that you ever need people in life yeah. to get you to where you want to be. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to do the solo. It was very, it was a lot easier with a business partner, but you don't need anybody. You know, just work. You'll have to work harder, but it's a thousand times worth it. You know. Yeah. Um, also, work on your credit score. Personally, the earlier you can work on a solid really good credit score yep. it's going to make things a lot easier going forward loans credit cards capital lines yeah. of credit whatever you need because sometimes you really want to bulk up on something and you need 20 grand right in a whim yeah sometimes 80 grand right where are you going to get that right. so that's it you can do everything on your own work hard but also have a really good credit score <laughs> so where so where would you turn to like if you were like i needed you know an eighty thousand dollar loan I mean, I feel like that sounds a little a little it's higher so than. No, I mean it, but it, but it is. Like, if I want to start, if I want to open up another location, a hundred grand needing it is not like unheard of. It, no, not at yeah. all. So, it's, yeah. so the um, organization that we were speaking about previously, Kiva. Would, yeah. So would Kiva go to that high or no, not? Not no. usually. Yeah. So I, so at this point, I would really pull in all of my resources. Yes. You know, I would go to the bank and see what kind of line of credit. At this point, because you know, um, any of my cash flow that I have, I would use it. Yeah. Um, my net terms, I have a lot of net terms with the company, so I can buy now and have 90 days to pay it off. So okay. I would take advantage of that okay. as much as I could. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's wherever you can get okay. it. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that's great information. Yeah. That really is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want an investor, that's something. It's a whole other thing. Yeah. But, which. You could read about it. Yeah. <laughs> but that is an option if that's yeah. something that you yeah, want. Yeah, there's, so, yeah. there's lots of options out yeah. there, to, you know, just to kind of figure out what your resources are that make most sense for yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you oh, so much. It was so good seeing you. It was so good seeing you. Thank you so much for sharing your information. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it's pineappleonmain.com, palm.com. Pineapple on me. Okay. Yeah, so you guys have to check out. <laughs> Kathy's store, it's pineappleonmain.com. 
and they literally have the sweetest home goods, um, items for babies, like just such cool stuff. You guys will love it. So anytime you have to gift buy or you know you want to spruce up your own stuff around the house, check it out for sure. And you can also read about more stories like Kathy's at the Street Smart Side of Business. We'll see you next time in the Street Smart Side of Business.